Go. Um, okay, so we were talking about his spoiliness. <coughs> we started last week. I think the best way I could, I, I really uh, felt is like if somebody asks you for a shidduch, so I say to the person, show me what there is on paper. That's chachma. You can see the background, descriptions. But a bonus is you meet a person, you can feel their pulses, the way they look, how they talk, their giggle. You get a, you can you can pick up pick up at least a superficial religious vibe. You you see more. It's putting not just your brain, but your feelings, your all your sensual touches, your heart, how you hear things, how you feel things. And we said last week, even the brachas are all on sensual things. Muchashim is a bracha on seeing, a bracha on hearing thunder, a bracha on tasting fruit. So his spaininess uh, uh, with all of this um, is, is being able to, not just to think, but to, to uh, apply. And I mentioned that for all of us, we have different types of his bonus. <coughs> so if I go to a history museum... If I see a shield, I don't see a shield. I'm in, I'm in Rome, or I'm in the French Revolution, or I'm in the Civil War, depending on which kind of shield I would see. Well, you wouldn't see a shield in the Civil War. You would see something else. But my point is, I don't just see that. And I mentioned Jim Roberts. He's probably looking at a thorn and a thistle. On the air of... On, on the, did you tell him that? He, did he remember that? Life. Very distinctly. Yes. Like, you know, if I see a thorn and a thistle... I just say, huh? And I keep walking. Like, you know, it doesn't really, I don't think too much about it. And for him, that's really deep. And there's some people that could have art, and the, and the art is not just the art, it's something much, much, much more deep. And we send even some people with wine. So, his bonus, as mentioned last week, <coughs> if you want to live Judaism, you want to pray correctly, you need to be explaining. You need to be able to think about what you're saying, to, to ponder it, to to delve into it. So we're going to pick up uh, with that. Okay? So, Shnei Shoroshim. There are two roots in the word Hisponis in contemplation. There is Binyan. Binyan. Thank you. Binyan. Which, what's Binyan mean? A Binyan Adeyad. What's Binyan? To build. Hisponis is Binyan. And Bina, which means to uh, contemplate, to think deeply into. Hamisbainen, a person who has his bainus, is baina is atzmo, builds themselves, gives themselves depth. Because oto, with their binaso, when they're thinking about it, um, it gives themselves depth to everything about them. Now, I got an email today from somebody I deal with all the time. It's a really amazing email, actually. And I'm not saying this because I'm sure we can all get these emails. <coughs> Someone said to me, remember Levine? You know, I was just thinking about you today and I want to say thank you, blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, send me... Now, I didn't do anything for this person today special. I was like, like one of these, like, whoa. But you know what? It's nothing to do with me. That is a depth of personality, right? Like, Imagine, wouldn't left doesn't every parent want that kind of email from a child, right? Doesn't every spouse want that kind of email? Doesn't every kind of employer or employee, vice versa, whether you're an employer, wouldn't you love for the employee to send you such an email or an employer, how much they appreciate their job or their, 
how much they, how much they appreciate the employee, right? But it's not just a hakara. It's not all. It's granted. It's a depth of personality because the person obviously stopped and appreciated something, whatever the thing was, that was done. So that's an amazing depth to the personality. It didn't something that didn't just go 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 by, and the, that depth builds yourself. It builds you. It, it creates. A a, a a a a a greater person in yourself. Um, very often, let's go back to the to the forest. You'll see an Allah leaf, prach, uh, a, a a flower for a tree, upri a fruit. <coughs> but now. As the Pasuk says in Isaiah, in Yeshaya, Look up in Shemaim and who created this flower? How did this flower come to be in all of... You know how, the, the, how a flower, the color, the, the, how it lives, right? So I mentioned that you could see, go to a museum and see a shield or a part of these are anything. A person with his bonus, he sees... The depth of Hashem's creation in that flower. He looks up. He doesn't just see a flower. He sees Hashem when he sees the flower. David is an amazing, by the way, for the Tillam group, amazing few psukim in Tehillim. It says in Parakhes, this is from Parakhes. David says as follows David HaMelech contemplated and said as follows Kiarecha Shamecha Masyatsvaosecha. I see the heavens, they are the work of your fingers. Of God, obviously God doesn't have fingers, but they're God's handiwork. The moon and the stars, all of the, 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 um, all of the, the solar systems which you placed. I must say, one of my highlights of my trip to New York was going to the planetarium. Now, the planetarium is a great thing. If you have a lot of kids, amazing. You know why? Because everyone gets something out of the planetarium, right? I have me also. You know? Me, it's closer to a million Well, if you believe how many years they say the planetarium, a million years is nothing, right? I think when you take a million years, there's no difference. But it is an amazing place. Yeah, so the manager of the planetarium is that my little kids can be like, ooh, wow. They're not, they're not listening to anything going on. They're just looking at the stars. And, you know, and it's very comfortable. There's all kinds of things flying around. And my teenagers just got something else. And me, I was, like, listening to dark matter and dark energy and space. And I'm like, thinking, wow, this is an amazing world. Like, oh, gosh. And how, basically, wherever you are in the world, it's like the world started there. I'm like, I'm like, I was floored. I'm like listening to this. Like, I'm, honestly, it was a spiritual experience for me. Now, I don't think these planetarium people wanted it to be spiritual, but I found it to be spiritual. Well, probably it's not that they didn't want it to be. They no. just didn't anticipate Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, exactly. Like, you know, honestly, when I'm, in, uh, when I'm in, the, in the labor and delivery room, it's very spiritual for many reasons. There's a lot of prayer that goes on, but also like, the miracle of childbirth to me is just talking about having the baby before for, uh, for the reasoners. Like, it, to me, uh, it's an amazing thing. I mean, like you hear like boom, boom, and you know, usually I'm there. It's a, it's not so quick. It's boom, 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 boom. and then it starts getting boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like doctor, right? But like it's it's. But, 
you could say, oh, wow, this is a national thing. Or you could be like, wow, this is unbelievable. Like, five minutes ago, there is a baby whose lungs were compressed, his heart was, you know, and all of a sudden, bam. It's a human being. It's a human being. Right? And a a soul, everything. Um, so David was the old, when you look at Tehillim, by the way, Tehillim is amazing. Amazing. If you're misspelling on Tehillim, you know, I, I would, if you're doing Tehillim, make sure you understand what you're saying. It's an amazing, amazing thing. So, um, so David says, I look at your handwork, you, you remember man in this great universe, in this awesome world. And by the way, David I, it's a, didn't see what we see. It happens to the Gemara has a tradition. And then the Gemara, way before we had telescopes and we realized how big the universe is, the Gemara talks about our you know, world as much bigger than they saw in the ancient world. You know, it talks about it tremendously bigger. Like, and now, with all these black holes and different, you know, like, it's like you can see the, how vast this world is. At the same level, by the way, you can take a microscope and you can see a DNA, right? Uh, uh, you know, uh, and how the protein strands of the DNA are longer, are, are, are miles long, you know? You know, a protein strand of the DNA, it's just coiled and coiled and coiled and coiled and coiled. And you're like, wow, like from telescope to microscope. So Dalai Malik's looking at this. How do you remember man in this vast universe? Um, and yet, you made man, says David, a little bit less than angels, or than God. You, um, you gave him honor and glory. You crowned him. You made man the master of your world. Kol Shata, everything is under his feet. Actually, the art scroll, I think, the Tehillim and the art scroll, this Pasuk says an amazing thing. It says, there's once a heretic who went to, went to a wise man, I think it's on this Pasuk, and it says to him, they said to him, you know, in the, as, if, if you're looking at it as, as an astrologer, uh, an astronomer, uh, so astronomically speaking, we're just a speck. You, you and I are just a speck in a vast universe. So the, the, the wise person looked at this heretic and he said to him, you know, astronomically speaking, you and I are the astronomers of this vast universe. Which means as follows, God created the solar system. It goes in all directions. It's massive. Who's the one seeing it? Who's the one manipulating it? Who's the one utilizing the world? Right? We, these small people, I mean, that's how David Melch lived. Like, this entire world, like, it's mine. Akash Baruch Hu created it for me to be amazed by, to be inspired by, right? To to uh, to, to be motivated uh, by. Rav Hirsch used to say that Hashem will ask a person that this is he was living in Germany, so I don't think he can ask per se, per se all of us. Did you see my Alps? Why did God create the Alps? Right? You're supposed to go there and see the magnificence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hare Kasha Spoinin. So says says Revolba, when you want his spiness, you want to create a certain depth. When you see nature, Bishamayim, and you look up to the heavens, Upli Asam and its wonderment, Nisgalu You know, you can feel your own place in this world. <coughs> your smallness in the scheme of life. <coughs> and how great you are to say, 
of how we can build ourselves. I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, you know, I said when I was a bacher, when I used to study in the near yeshiva, I, I, don't, I don't do this today, but then I had a ritual every night. I would go to the top of the near yeshiva, which was one of the top high, higher buildings in the area, and it was an amazing, because the way the mirror was really on a hill. So it was a higher building on a hill, so you were able to see a panorama of Yushalayim. And... Yushalayim, for a reason, you can see a lot of stars. I used to go there for like five to ten minutes every night. Basically, when I was in the Miri Yeshiva, there's no computers, no phone. I didn't leave very often. They, they'd have meals. They would have the cleaners come there. It was like you were, I was immersed in learning. Oh, I was great, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's like amazing. You, you, you didn't know there was a world, literally, at a certain point. Um, but I used to go up there every night. And I used to look out at the city. I used to look out at Jerusalem. At first, it was amazing. And you see the lights. Actually, I'll never forget when Eir Barak won, beat Netanyahu in 99 as prime minister. The car is going beeping. I was outside and, and, I, and I started hearing beep, 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 beep. Woo, woo, woo. Like, you know, the election had just happened. Uh, you know, and they, that's a, it's a good muscle. Like, you hear this election happen. I'm seeing the roof. And, you know, you realize Barak beats Netanyahu, and you don't even, it seems like a minor thing, but the whole, everything changes then, right? And I'm seeing that roof, I'm, I used to look at it every night, I used to think to myself, like, here I am. First of all, how in the world am I doing in Jerusalem at this point in my life? You know? And you look up, and you see the heavens, and you look all around you, you see all kinds of people. I used to think to myself, like, everyone's so busy in life. Like, you see all the cars running and people running. Now, it's something you ever go to the Empire State Building and you look around Manhattan. Anyone ever do that, by the way? So, uh, I, 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 so my, I went to Empire State when I was dating, and, and now I have kids. I do it again. Like, you know, the beauty of life is if, if your situation is wherever you are, you should be misboned. Where there's all kinds of, sometimes you go to a bar mitzvah, you go to a friend's house, you go traveling. Just so you see where you are in life. So, I, so the only person you could see like the rat race of New York. You see all the cars going. The calves, right? See all the lights. If you do it at night, you can see all the lights in the city on. And you think to yourself, look at all these people, and everyone thinks the world revolves around them. Everyone has their worries. That's what I think. I'm just telling you what goes through my mind. But it, it, it motivated me. You know, it, 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 so says David, says Shlomo when David would look at the heavens, he didn't just look up and look down. A person who doesn't have a bonus looks up and looks down. Like back to the thorns and thistles. Now thorns and thistles you have to be special to be misappointed with. But he looked at it and it changed his whole world view. It, it, it was there, it, it changed him. And that's what Yeshai actually tells all of us. Look at the heavens and think about it. <coughs> that's what the Gemara says, he says. Now the men happen to do this bracha, but it's a muscle for many other things. Anyone who blesses uh, the month, it's as if they are accepting the uh, Hashem's, Hashem in this world. The Gemara says, it says, you should sanctify this month. And it also says, you should, you should look at God and exalt with God. Rabbi Yishmael said, 
if the Jewish people would only say Kiddush HaKadosh, uh, it would be enough to be the Jewish people. Just doing Kiddush HaKadosh once a month, going out and looking at the moon and saying that bracha, that itself is enough of a reason for a call yourself. Mahiyak, what does it mean that you're a Kabbal Pneshchina? So Rabbeinu Yonah on the Gemara in Brachas says the following thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that God, you can't just see God in the world. You know, I literally, Saturday night, 10 o'clock at night, I had a lady in my office, a 60-some-odd-year-old lady, uh, whose relative brought her to me, uh, intermarried, third intermarriage, actually, uh, uh, told me she grew up with no, not even reform, no Judaism, never learned anything in Judaism, doesn't necessarily believe in God, but would love God to talk to her. That was our starting conversation. Um, so I didn't get God to talk to her. But I, I, what I tried to do, and I hopefully successfully, um, is make her, make her realize that God, God's all around her talking. You just got to open your eyes a little bit. Right? Because God doesn't... You know, if, you think you're, if you're hearing voices from God, don't come to a show. Go to a, go to a psychiatrist. Okay? That's not where you come. Don't come here. If, you're, if you think God's speaking to you, uh, you know, I said this once, a lady once called me up, she wanted to convert. Now, I, I've had all time... Those calls often? Uh, more often than I would like, because most of them are not real. So she tells me, I said to her, why do you want to convert? She, she, she said that God's talking to her and telling her. So I said, Really? God says, yeah, she says, God's call, talking to her and telling her she needs to be Jewish. I said, can I ask you a question? She said, sure. I said, do you, by any chance do you have any medical conditions, mental health conditions? I said, very nicely. As nice as I could say it. She said, yeah, my diagnosis with schizophrenia. Uh, I said, ha, right, you know. So fortunately, in that case, I was able to get out of even pushing her heart harder because I said to her, do you believe in Jesus? She said, yes. I said, then you, you, you're calling the wrong place. All right. Uh, she said, but God told me to convert to Judaism. I said, well, you can't believe in Judaism and convert to Judaism. She said, I can't? I said, no, you can't. And that was it. But if God's talking to you, like you hear God's voice, you're a psychiatrist. Or, you know, but you should see God. And in that sense, you could feel God and even hear God in a certain level everywhere in the world. Says says Rabbeinu Yoyinah the following thing. Even though you can't see God, literally, you can see God in the creation. You can see God in history. You can see God, you know, in the world of the Jewish people. Um, <laughs> you are hating God. You redeem the Jewish people. Even though you're hot hidden, you don't can't. No one's hearing God. It's no prophecy today. If you look, you know, if you're looking at whether it's Jewish history or in science, you can see God everywhere. You know, you can see the the, the handy prince, the, the handiwork of God everywhere if you're just open to it, right? You can, you know, imagine, you know, looking at the heavens and seeing God, right? Or, or going back to that flower and seeing God, or being. In the OBGYN, seeing God, or or, or learning about uh, about the daily miracles that go on in Israel or, or the Jewish people, or, and see God, or certainly if you're learning Torah, and see God. And he says, 
says when you when you when you when you're able to say Kiddush Shacharish, you look at the, the moon, you're able to makabel upon it. You can see God. What is that? So, so Revolve asks, what's the difference? Why the moon? Why is it that when I have a uh-huh. <coughs> this is just sound effects? I'm like I'm like totally fine. I get this annoying cough. Um, so Mao Hevdo ben Zrichas Hashemesh. You see, the sun comes up every morning. And why, what's the difference that we have a bracha on Kiddush HaKodesh, but not on sunrise? And sunrise is awesome. Anyone like ever, what, you know, you drive in the car, you probably do this, as the sun rises, it's like, like in the, it's like that red tint. Yes, beautiful. Amazing, beautiful, right? The sunset, it's the same. Yeah, sunset, depending where you are, when you are. But sunrise is easier to see it, usually, uh, often. But sunset as, as well. Um, so what's the difference? Um, as follows. We know that the moon actually disappears for the last two days of the, of the, lunar, of the lunar month, or day, day and a half, two days. Um, sometimes it, the, the, it comes a little shorter, sometimes a little longer, and it breaks up, it breaks up reality. You know, uh, really, when, I, when you're seeing me, there's 72 gigabytes of information every second you see me, or you're, anyone, by the way. Right? Or I, so actually one of the things I told this lady Saturday night, after talking about uh, evolutionary process and creation and wisdom, your eye is more complex, is more complex than any machine by far in this, in this planet, okay? There's nothing that can compare to the tissue in your eye and the amount of information it does by seeing. I don't know about you, but most of us are not amazed by eyesight. But we are, if anyone's been in a room of childbirth, it's an amazing sight, right? What's the difference? It's, it, it's breaking a habit. If you, God forbid, a person's blinded for a while and then can see, it's the same thing, right? You know, if they can't use the bathroom, who, who, you don't know who told me this? Yes. And then you could use the bathroom. If that lady friend of yours could use it, I mean, that's an amazing reality. So the moon disappears for a couple of days, and it's not like, it's inexact when it comes back. It's really exact, but it fluctuates on the month. And therefore, it allows a couple of Says the ultimate Kelm. Ultimate Kelm was a great student of Rissosimanter, lived at the end of the 19th century. It's not what we think. People think that you do the bracha on the moon every month, it's a bracha where you kabbal shechina. He says, no. When you misplain on the hischachas, when you look at the moon and you say, wow, the moon disappears, it comes back. Like tonight I was walking to Shoal. It's a, it's a really, it was a big moon. Full moon. Why is it? It's the middle of the month, right? Last day it was two mishrat, tonight's tezai mishrat. Middle of the lunar month is always going to be a full moon. And the moon was huge, actually, tonight. I don't know if anyone saw this. Like, you know, I wasn't staring at it. But it was... In my face, as I walked down Blackford on the way here, it's an amazing sight. But in two weeks from now, I'll look at it and it won't be there yet. Right? So he says, when you're misplaining on this, you can recall the, 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 the chesed. And he says that the brach of Birch is the chesed that we can have his spoiliness. You know why, ladies? Well, let's admit it. If you can see, if we can see God everywhere. That lady who came to me in her 60s is a Nebuch, really a Nebuch. She had the biggest gift. She's born a Jew. Now, I'm not blaming her. I'm not judging her. She didn't grow up with any Judaism, as she told me. 
you know, her parents, on the contrary, were uh, agnostic slash atheistic, you know, Jews, the Woody Allen type, you know, New York, uh-huh. secular to the core. Not, I mean, like, no connection to Judaism. Zero zilch. So I'm not blaming her, but you know what? It's a nebuch that she can have a gift of Yiddishkeit, a gift of God putting her in this world, and I know God, right? You know, it's a terrible tragedy. And for all of us who are fortunate to, to walk in a beautiful world, like, let's pick, you know, everyone has like, their scene, like, some people actually, believe it or not, like a snowy mountain. I don't think they're crazy, but they do. They, they do. Huh? You wouldn't want to be in the negative 40 degrees today. No, I didn't say I wanted that, but I do miss like the first snow of the year. Right, okay. That's beautiful. So some people like that. They, they, for them, they like you know, the Grand Canyon or Niagara Falls. Some people like a quiet forest, wherever it is. Imagine the following thing. If you're walking there and not seeing it, you can't, you're blind to it. And it's, it's everything you want to see to be inspired. Right? Misbona means stop and absorb it. Think about it, right? Imagine you have a wonderful relationship with a person, a parent, a spouse, a child. You don't appreciate it. You're blinded to the reality. You never cogitate and contemplate it. It's, it's a terrible tragedy. Right? It's a terrible, terrible tragedy. Um, and for a person to go into this world and be bereft of that is tragic. For, for all of us, by the way, brachas, Blessings are supposed to help us stop and think about things, appreciate things, right? Asher Yatzer, going back to using the bathroom, as your friend said, what a blessing! People use the bathroom. It's not just to say it because I don't want to lose that ability, it's to appreciate it, it's to be misplaining. Golly, if you do, there's so many miracles in every second that you, you're able to do, and your persons, they think differently. They see themselves differently. Right? As the Ramam says, we're supposed to um, open our heart and our eyes, our ears, you know, to, 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 to see God's world. Like, you could be in a beautiful uh, oasis in a, fa- in, a, in, a, in a garden somewhere and not hear the birds chirping because our ears are clogged not see the beautiful sight because our eyes are thing, not think about it because we're so closed, right? We're so not open to be misplaining. And Zeram says, you should be umanistako bezrichas achama. We should look at the sun rising or setting or at the night, at the stars. This called yom pam achas bezstaklis bezstaklis leave. If you teach yourself to stop and appreciate. Stop. Stop. You know, honestly, when I used to go to that roof, I, I miss that roof, by the way. I know. So now when I walk, I try to do it a little bit as well. Just stop your life. It was so, even if you're learning, you could be so missing so much beauty in the world, so much uh, appreciation, which gives a person a certain feeling of smallness, but of greatness at the same time. Believe Suffolk, when you, when you start to do this, you start thinking about other things. Right? You'll appreciate when you get an apple. You'll appreciate when the, the details, when if you're having good kosher food, right? 
you'll you'll think about like how did I get this food? You'll be you'll be such a different type of person, um, and your davening will be better. Your learning will be better. You'll can appreciate Shabbos. You'll 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 ponder these things. Um, you should think, Sue, Isaiah says it. Isaiah says, look up. That doesn't just be to, he's speaking to all of us. Means, Hashem's saying, everyone can appreciate this. Everyone needs to do this. Look up to the heavens. You know, be amazed at the world. People are worried they have a cough. Trust me, I know people are worried they have a cough. <coughs> um, they worry they have their athlete's foot. They worry that they, they whatever their nourish kite is. It's a big world out there. Right? There's so much to appreciate. So much to be mis- to, to think about. In your role in this world is something to think about. But what happens is people live a dry life. A busy they don't have time to think. Time to appreciate. And you can really see Hashem everywhere in this world. You could, you know, be amazed at the world you live in. Likewise, he says as follows, I'm Rabbi Yoichanan. Yomal Torah. The Torah was not given. It's the Gemara and Erevin. Hainu lameidim sneis If a person would be a thinking person, a person is misbeinen and looking at everything around them. Um, you could learn sneis from modesty from a cat. Gezel, stealing from an amala, from an ant. Arayas, a lunis from a pigeon. Derech Eretz, a metarnagol, how a tarnagol is intimate with its tarnagolas. You can look and learn from everywhere in nature, which means how you look and learn if you're being misspinen. You can see so much how you should live by seeing the best thing of all of, all of nature. But you have to, you have to, be, you have to pick up on it. Chatul in a matel ray Adam. And a cat doesn't defecate in front of human beings, right? It's very... A dog does. As, as you well know. Yes. Uh, well, how, I don't well know. I've seen the damage these things That's do. That's what I'm saying. Yes. A cat? I've ne- Did anyone see cat do-do anywhere? Right? The cats cover themselves... Very, you know, Nimala uh, takes their own food, they don't take one from another. A Yoyna uh, only connects to its spouse, it doesn't have multiple mates. So, Torah, listen to this, it's a whole world to learn from nature, it's a whole appreciation. That's what we have to be, we're not supposed to be zoologists over here, you know, but the point is just open your eyes and see the world. Appreciate that. Not only see God, see how to act in certain ways. It means to be a misponent, a person who's going to build themselves, is by thinking and by appreciating and by analyzing uh, this. To learn a whole Torah at some level from animals. A stock glue. Stop and look. His sponent. Oh, remember what we said last week. Imagine, apply it, see how to see, see it. Uh, you'll actually have spiritual benefits by looking at nature. We will get used to instincts. 
How does an animal have instinct? These are not thinking human beings. Animals have instinct. What gives instincts to do to survive at a young age? Like you can see how Karshbarcho's wisdom in it. Haris Pavakita Khatul, right, um, you know, cleans itself instinctually. Harishal Dachov Pnimi. How does a, 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 the, 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 the cat has an internal uh, desire to be clean? Right? A Tarnagolis, what, what makes a chicken want to sit on its eggs? What, 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 no, no. Do you want to sit on an egg all day? No. Okay, good. Uh, right? But Kashmachu creates. Uh, right? And a Tsipur uh, wants to build a nest. Why does it want to build a nest? Where is it? Who taught it to build a nest, by the way? Where does that even come from to build a nest? It's programmed to build a nest, right? Uh, did you, he says, did you ever hear a, a, a sparrow singing? His sporiness, when you're misspoinen, it creates a richness in life. It creates a depth. And again, not everybody's going to be nature. Some people, it could be history. I know some people like that, right? Some people, it could be human dynamics. But everyone can benefit from this. Now, when, when, when Isaiah says, look at the world, look, that, that's for everybody. When we have brachas on fruits and on life, and we say in Pesukah the Zimra, right, and we say in Kabbalah Shabbos, you know, about the heavens and the earth, it's that we're, we're supposed to look and appreciate it. You know, we're, we're sitting there worrying every two minutes about ourselves, about this, about this. In the great world, you'll, when, you're, when you think big, you, you don't think about small things uh, as much. It adds richness to an, in, an internal world of a person. A person who's not able to contemplate in life is He's like that blind person in the world. Just like a blind person walks in the forest, can't see it, sees that the, the heavens, doesn't see it. That case, I, I said the Altamira caves, the Shabbos. That we might, that Rabbi class last night. Uh, uh, yeah, it's an amazing thing, right? You can be in the cave and not look up ever, and, not, and never see it. Right, it's a, it's a true story. You can look it up. It's an amazing thing. Four years, right? I, mean, I mentioned about not giving up, but the and, and, and the way you're not giving up is by looking up. But like, you can be in a world and be blind, blind to the world, blind to the beauty and the depth and the opportunity and the Hakadosh Baruch Hu in this world and Hashem everywhere in this world. Um, so, Madalim, how impoverished is that life? You ever meet, I, I don't, I, unfortunately, and again, some of these people are clinical, you meet a person who suffers by anxiety. Terrible. It's terrible. They don't enjoy life. Right? You, there's, you know, an anxious person, really anxious person, I, I, a couple of times that was real clinical anxiety. It's like, like the most unbelievable things, they don't say it. All they care about, they're, they're nervous about every little thing. Right? Well, I mean, imagine a person with so many gifts, I'm not talking about wealth. Wealth is helpful. Could be. Now you have a beautiful, you know, life. Seeing, hearing, nature, the world. You look up. The, by the way, the heavens belong to everyone. Even a homeless person could look up at the stars at night. Could look up and see the, the moon. You don't have to be wealthy for that. You know, you don't need to, to, a, a, a pension fund to look at a, a fruit tree and see how Baruch in this world and appreciate life in this world, if, you don't, if you're not able to see and to hear and to feel life and see Hashem, 
You're impoverished. You're impoverished. That's some of them. Says I say about these people, Pelahem, they have a mouth but they can't speak. Inayim lahem, they don't see. Aznayim lahem, v'lo yishmu. Aflahem, they have a nose, v'lo yarichah, they don't smell. Yinayim, again, all of these are sensual things. V'lo yamishun. Raglehem, they have legs to walk. V'lo yalchu, lo yegu, nothing comes out. Right? Which means a person wastes opportunities in life. It's a beautiful world. You can see Akash Baruch everywhere. The key, however, is to be thinking. The key is to be feeling. Not just to, wow, I see on paper that this, no. It's like I said, you need to put everything into it to stop, to imagine. Haskes in Shabbat, like we said last week. Stop, appreciate, think about it. Realize the consequences of that. Appreciate, appreciate that. And it's, it, it's an acquired skill that you to think and stop and think. And again, your prayer changes, your 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 blessings change, your love of Hashem changes, your internal appreciation of who you are and how great the world changes. Right? He says, if you want to be a, a, a person of thought. You'll never come to sin. Why? Because the ultimate thought is da ma'ayin basar. Know from where you come. Think about that. Ula'anat sahaylech. And where we're all going. Who are you giving judgment to? You know, what that means to have eternal judgment. When, you, when, you, when you're a thinking person, there's nothing that's small in this world. Right? There's nothing that's it's inconsequential. And there's nothing that's too big not to think about. And again, says Revolva, pick something in your daily life. It could be to look up in the heavens. It could be before you make a blessing on a fruit. It could be the words you're saying in prayer. Stop and think. It will enrich you. It will change you. We'll pick up next week. So I'll talk a little bit more next week about our bodies and thinking how our bodies work thinking about being a Jew, and then we're going to go on about thinking about other, and contemplating about other things. Okay, hold her. Actually, have done studies and found that children who know their family background are much better equipped to deal with negative things that may happen in their life. There's a sense of stability. Yes. They know where they come from. Absolutely. Then children who have no idea. Somebody asked me about genealogy this week, and I told them. I'm not even going 